0: And invite your sisters, because we're about to have a powerful conversation. Tune in. Another episode of the Heal Everything podcast. The journey in sacred sisterhood continues. It's incredible to be able to share my real-life sisters with this audience. Which, by the way, our podcast is now um, having listeners in twenty two countries. Some of these countries I've never even been to. I don't even know how y'all found me, (laughs) but I am deeply grateful that I said yes to podcasting and that it is reaching so many of you and feeding you in mind, body, and spirit. Listen, I feel like every woman should have incredible women in your life. Mm -hmm. I feel like your circle should elevate you, should nourish you. And I feel like you should be in a position where you can do the same for your circle of women. Sacred sisterhood is such an important topic. And I'm so happy that I have another incredible guest that I can share with you for this conversation. We go way back. I mean, she was there at the beginning. I remember meeting my sister when I was transitioning my hair from perm to natural. And I just walked into this all natural hair uh, spot and she was there. She ended up being a person and she was cutting all this perm out of my hair. And with every snip, she was like, you're going to get through what you're going through. She was just saying things to me that only me Mm -hmm. and God had talked about. And I remember at the end, being like, so what church you go to? And she laughed me out like, "Um, yeah, I don't go to church. And she helped me reconcile my transition from modern church experiences to experiencing indigenous African spirituality. So I am bringing to you, and y'all have to forgive me, this is a disclaimer, I'm a do my due diligence with her name, she's gonna correct me if I get any of it wrong. So y'all just be patient with me. Ia Oyawumi, Ifawimida, Abosade Osunike, Oje Yeme, Egbe Ajala. Did I do it? Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. Oh, we will help you. So <laughs> who I affectionately call Shade. Yes, she was introduced- <laughs> AKA. <laughs> she was introduced to Yoruba culture and religion in Cleveland, Ohio, where she studied with Iyanifa, Ifalola, Ifosope, Oshuntoku, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Long before that, Oya grandmother introduced her to hoodoo having her gather plants for work. At sixteen, her stepmother blessed her with her first Usui Reiki Attunement and she is now a level two
1: practitioner. Now uh, I'm a Reiki master since you're two also, years now. <laughs> at the master level now. Yes, yes. Adulthood
0: found Oyawomi studying new age spirituality and astrology. Her work in a Cleveland herbal store enhanced her knowledge of holistic health, as she simultaneously earned her cosmetology license. In two thousand and eight, she received her certified holistic health practitioner certification with Doctor Africa, and Acu Detox and Auricular Acupuncture certifications with Doctor uh, Kokai pa- pa- Patterson. I didn't realize you did your training with Patsy. Such a small that. Yeah. She initiated to Oya in 2006. Two years later, she boldly moved to Maryland to immerse herself in a community of Orisha practitioners. When her next teacher, Iyalorisa Shangotope Aduke, fell ill, she was adopted mm-hmm. by Ianifa Ifadoyen Aduke, training for seven years before opening her own Ile, which is known as Ile Ashe Oya Javira. Is that yeah. Okay, and then in 2012, she initiated into the rites of Egungun and Ifa and Oyo. Oyo. In 2017, mm-hmm. she initiated to Oshun, and also Oshobo. <laughs> yes, you got an Oshobo. <laughs> i tell you what happened. No, I was born in to Mississippi. So for whatever reason. I want to put this twang in there, and I'm like, just read the words. Finally, <laughs> initiated to Egbe in 2018, and we laugh about this, listeners. So just enjoy us. Um, and each step in her journey has empowered her work as an advocate for Yoruba culture in Nigeria and the diaspora. She is married into the Ajala family in 2000. Thirteen with her husband, Baba Shangowalé Ajala. She continues to teach about traditional Nigerian culture and the importance of cultural liberation. Welcome, my amazing guest. Yes. Sister, like in real life, friend. Mm-hmm. our kids are growing up together. Yes. It's incredible when I think about our sisterhood, and how spirit ran us into each other. Mm. You remember, you were there when I left corporate America, Shana.
1: Yes, I was there when you, you, you walked away from six figures family. and was like, I, it's something better. And nice. look at this. <laughs>
0: well, it's incredible. So we've been able, <laughs> you know, this year in August, it make 10 years since I birthed the room. Mm-hmm. So we've known each other for a decade. Yeah.
1: And tennis is the
0: number of mastering a thing, right? And I feel like sisterhood is the fruit of the wisdom we have obtained about sacred sisterhood. Like we Mm -hmm. practice it. We are loyal to it. We're dedicated to it. So I'm so happy. And our topic tonight is about the power you can access as a woman when you learn how to do spiritual practice with other women. Mm -hmm. The power of the sacred circle, it's really hard to describe, you know, but I want us to really talk about what happens not only when a woman awakens unto herself, but the awakening is so potent that she becomes influential and she begins to learn the power of drumming with other women, dancing with other Mm -hmm. women. You know what I mean? Ritualing together. What was your introduction to
1: that? Whoa! well, before the introduction, let me give you a little background. You know, I grew up with a lot of trauma when it came to women and relationships and I absolutely had no desire to have friends, um, uh, women, ladies, girls as friends growing up cuz I had so much trauma in in relationships. And so I always had the the mentality when I was younger it's like I only want men as friends. Women will cut you, they would they cut throat. Until mm. I started practicing African spirituality, even Wicca, getting into metaphysics and things like that. I was invited into a, a circle, the Silver Priestess circle which was all women, and they would gather at moon time, you know, the new moon, the, the, the full moon, the waning moon. They would gather at different events, um, celestial events and things like that. And so it was very private, exclusive group, very secretive. And we would gather, and that's when I was just so amazed on how women can come together and love one another Pray for one another, manifest for one another, and that all the power. Every time we would get together, the our prayers would manifest. I would see that. I would see <laughs> the manifestation of our prayers, and that it seemed like when we came together as a group, that our energy would combine. It was like superpowers, you know. With it you, you get more energy. You get more ping with bigger energy you understand what i'm saying it's like a bullhorn in spirit it's like you're yeah yeah yes and so and so i was like wow just look at all i have gained being around these women and you know uh mentally spiritually emotionally physically um embracing the the we you know i was introduced to the goddess And I was like, wow, I didn't know it was like a god, you know, the god, and we always know the the male aspect, but I didn't know the female aspect. And it was just like, I could never turn away from the goddess energy. It's just like, this is who we are birthed from, and this this is how the world is ran, the universe, the galaxy, everything. It's just amazing to be able to tap into this goddess energy, you know, not just African deities, but just the goddess period no mm-hmm. matter what cuz the goddess has no color it had she has no bounds she has no not she is just everything and yeah. so um to be able to tap into that and when you tap into the goddess energy you tap into sisterhood because you cannot tap into goddess energy and reject sisterhood at all it it is it, it, it's, it's total, total polar opposites and it is just, mm-hmm. it does not um it it doesn't go along so when when you tap into the goddess energy you know you you are tapping into sisterhood and so that brought me closer to women that I I would say um we mirrored the same energy I Mm will attract um you know that in my circle and I have a very small circle you know inner circle I would say of of people that will uphold and hold me accountable and vice versa and things like that things I would trust on a spiritual level on a physical level the everything you know emotional level and so, you know, when I left, and I was in Cleveland, when I left Cleveland, I said, I wanted, I need a circle out here in Maryland. And so um, I didn't have a space big enough. We all met at Sarai's house. Sarai was like, you can, let's link up at my house. You can have a moon circle at my house. I think it was like the new moon or something, like new or full mm-hmm. moon. And we gathered and we said prayers and we, you know, things manifested for all of it. It was just such a beautiful, and then we ate and, 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 and exchanged energy afterwards. And it was just so loving. I said, I, I want to have this more often, you know, yeah. and I started to have it more often. And then I started having women gather at the river um,
0: mm-hmm, and, and we
1: bathe at the river and we meet at the river and we pray and we leave things, you know, um, you all our heaviness at the, at the water and, you know, different things I know that would be beneficial for women only. You know, we we're in a world that is so um, misogynistic, patriarchal, yeah. and you know we combat that every single day. It's like we need that femininity, that that sensuality, that softness, that strength, that you know, from a, a woman's perspective. We get enough of men's perspective. I love what you're sharing because I
0: remember that very first sister circle. And it changed my life. I remember the moment, because I came into that space in a major transition in my life. That's when I was separated from my now Mm ex-husband. And Mm -hmm. that was changing. But I was also very clear that I was a mother and I was a wife, even though I was going through a divorce and told I was infertile. And when I came into the circle and everybody was sharing their intentions and what they were going to call in. I, I wonder if you remember this moment. I got so like the vibration was so strong when I made my decree, I felt like the energy in the room shook because it was so mm-hmm. clear to me that I was going to have my child. I was going to have, and shortly thereafter, I did, I did everything mm-hmm. I said mm-hmm. I was going to do in that circle. So mm-hmm. like, I know what happens when women come together with the intention of nourishing each other, calling and hearing, and you've really shined across the world. Wherever you place your feet, you influence the community of women. You can't even help it. You strapping our waist with beads. You gotta I mean, you just bring <laughs> them women together. It's like you just it's just in the You just got that Mm -hmm. drip. You just come through dripping, drip, drip, okay? (laughs) And so, I know that you've had a variety of experiences. I know that you know what it looks like when women come together and share their magic mutually, respectfully,
1: Mm -hmm. and in a
0: very balanced way. But what happens, Sade, when women are coming into sister circle practices for the trend of it? Hmm. It
1: won't last it, it, because it's not genuine. You know, it's it's just the intent um, is very wholesome. And your connection had already began. You know, it, it didn't begin at the circle. It had already mm. began, you know, prior to, because, the, the you know, everything begins with spirit and then the thought you understand yeah. and so and so it beginning in a circle it's not it you know and not to say that they don't want that but you have to make some efforts and changes you know and and and, and more intentional um changes to be in a space like that because the space will purge you if you're not ready mm, it'll
0: purge it will purge it's you. you it
1: it, it will expose you, and yes, it will, and, and and it will allow you, you know, to get your stuff to get, handle your business before you really settle in a circle, because you're not dealing with just your stuff, and that's why you have to deal with your stuff, because there's other people in the circle that rely on you. Everybody is like a link. Mm. It's a circle. I was taught that the circle is the 360-degree womb. It's unbreakable. Mm.
0: And Say so again, when you... So
1: and it's 360 degree, womb it's unbreakable. And so when there's, it's no links, it's a, a, a circle that's unbreakable. And so when you, when you in this, this, this circle, this sisterhood, everybody's in it. If you feel somebody off, you'll call them up like, you, you good. You can feel them. You're so connected with that person,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: everybody in the circle. And so um when, when your intent is not fully there, you, you, you're you going to automatically be removed the goddess is going to remove you it's not it's not even
0: so as one who a- facilitates sacred circles for women right is there mm-hmm. how does one like let's say we have a listener right now that's like man how do I find a sacred circle right and maybe she sees an event on Facebook or something are there some things that a woman should look for to know if if the circles she's looking at aligns with who she is and what she needs, is there Mm -hmm. a vetting process um, that Um, somebody who's new to this kind of culture and world could, you know, say, okay, let me check that off. Make sure it's really in alignment with who I am and what I'm looking for.
1: You know, I, I personally um, favor more smaller intimate circles because when it gets a hundred, 150, you know, it's like, it's, it's not that same, it's not going to be that same energy, you know, okay. um, as far as intimacy and watching out for one another on a close um, spectrum. Cause you can you be know, in and, the room and get lost in the room. Cause there's so many people. Yeah. Yeah. But, just like, just like a mega church. It can be 10,000 people and you got to make an appointment to <laughs> get to with the, to well, the Right. right <laughs> no, you don't No, And so uh, I think in the beginning, you definitely want to um, look out for, a, you know, um, a small, intimate, more intimate um, space. And what's included in that space? Is it is it uh, sharing, healing? You know, look at the details. Is it healing involved? What type of healing? Because everybody can't just jump in the ocean without a life jacket.
0: Because mm-hmm. sometimes
1: it could be. I remember going to a tantra class this was about 15 years ago. And I didn't know too much about tantra. I just know I was like, this is tapping into the creative um, cycle. And when I left out of that class, I was physically ill. Me and my uh, cousin went, and we were physically ill because we were thrown into the deep end without uh, a life jacket, and we were physically ill for days. And so those things can happen because of different, different energy exercises that we did, you know. And it was so just should like
0: somebody be looking for, like, as I was listening to you, I was like, man, you're saying something really good. Should somebody be looking for a circle or should somebody be looking for real, authentic relationships with people?
1: Um, I Relationships like first a before a circle, because, <clears throat> because circles, you know, I don't advertise Publicly circles. I privately invite the circle mm-hmm. You know, people I do that you're in relationship
0: with, right?
1: Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That I'm in. Right. And so, if a person wants to create a space for other like-minded people to come, it could be just three other women, two other women, mm-hmm. four other women. You know, they can create that space, um a, a, a circle for them. So it it'll be nice to possibly create a space. I think they they can start there, um, but. Uh, as far as just jumping into a circle, I think definitely getting more, um, more secure in relationships with women, but just not women, but with the goddess, you know, the mm-hmm. goddess energy, you know, tapping yeah. into that goddess energy is very, very imperative that you tap into that goddess energy.
0: I love what you're saying. Like literally with all of my friends and my sisters, At any given moment, like we just had this full moon, I could easily call you Sade and be like, girl, I'm resonating with this full moon. Come on over. I'm going to cook some food. You bring some of your tools. I got Mm -hmm. my tools. Let's Mm -hmm. pull some stuff down out of heaven. And Mm -hmm. it's so organic because that's really who we are. Right? It's not like because I'm in a room full of women, I'm going to put on this avatar of uh, being in tune and understand and speak the lingo. and uh, But we really live
1: right. this way. And I think that's how the mm-hmm. ancients did it. It was community. Guess Systems. what? They embodied the goddess. They drew down the moon. I mean, in ritual, we would draw down the moon yes. and be full of the goddess from full moon to new moon and reboot again. From new moon to full moon, reboot again. From full moon to new moon. You understand? We would draw down the goddess. That right there, you have and to it embody would take her. Care, it would lay the foundation
0: for the whole community. Yeah, because yes, the women it would because when you, you embody imagine. the
1: goddess, when you embody the goddess, I'm talking about stuff is flying out. I, I, I'm talking about all kind of chaotic stuff, things being removed, people, places, and things. I mean, it's just amazing. You start acquiring more um about yourself, mind, body and spirit. You're wanting to eat better, you wanting to be physically better. You want to you know, you want to be emotional, every the vibe, the vibrations just start rising. It, it it has no choice when you draw down the goddess. I mean, mm-hmm. literally. That's what happens when and you're the doing that. know the power of that cuz mm-hmm. they get off the oh way. God. That's why and they so worship the not- goddess to this day. Yeah. To this day. In Europe really culture, you choice? cannot do any mm-hmm. ritual. You cannot do anything without without calling on the mothers first. You have to call on the mothers. You have to. It's, it, you have to do rituals for the mothers before anything opening up anything.
0: That, you like, know, this for is some violent. of my listeners, Sade, that's such a stark contrast to the religious ideology they were given. Because, like in Christianity, yes, it the is. woman is the problem, right? For she's the uh-huh. reason humanity fell. But to, to to be in the energy and teachings and cultural expressions of we cannot do anything without mama makes so well, much sense. True. Because show me someone on the planet who did not come through the womb. Right. So exactly. as women... And and I think what you described as your experience of being like, I don't want to hang with no girls. They catty, blah, 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 right? I think that turns our magic off because mm-hmm. there are certain things I would not know about myself today if it wasn't for my sisters. Being in sacred sisterhood will reveal your blind spots. Right. Because the reflection of the other woman across from you can reveal things you would never think about or see.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It's it's just magical. I don't really have the words for it, but that's kind of how it happens. And so how can, I think the formula for, for what we're talking about is first be good with yourself, know your mother, honor your mother, (laughs) but then like, Bring that energy into your relationships with other women and be intentional yes. about practicing your magic with one another. Exactly. Are there rules to conjuring? You know, I don't like to perpetuate fear, but I do like to invite wisdom. Um, are there rules <laughs> to coming together with other women
1: and trying to practice your magic? Oh, it is. <laughs> it's definitely protocols and constructs. You know, and you have to respect the spirit world. You have to respect the universe, or it, it it will come back. And whatever you put in, you know, everything starts with a thought. And it's you know, without telling too much over the phone because some things are definitely private. And 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 those things you have to uh, be an apprentice or sit with to learn. You know, because everything is not a, in a book, and everything mm-hmm. is not on YouTube you know, the real things, the real information. So you have to be discerning because there's so many scammers out here. It's so many people that selling false hope. And so you definitely, I would say, take your time bit by bit um, uh, to find a circle specific to conjuring and starting, you know, with learning basic herbs and what those herbs are used for, not just um for healing the body but um spiritually speaking mm-hmm. what are things used for um and then many will go into candle magic, you know, and that's a whole nother level. Candle magic is very powerful. Moon magic, you know, is mm-hmm. very um powerful and moving. That's that's a that's a major one for me. Moon magic. People sleep on moon magic, but moon magic is extremely Powerful.
0: I mean, yeah, so it's really so many.
1: It's so many different levels, and conjure and hoodoo um, is one and the same. And a lot of it is passed down through your lineage, through your your, your blood lineage. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you, it's usually passed down in that way. And um so sometimes we'll reawaken because, in our circles. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm glad you bringing that up in terms of like protocols and stuff, because in my workshop day. I've had the whole space for women who feel wounded Mm -hmm. by spiritual teachers, spiritual mothers, godparents, because they felt like things were being withheld from them, Mm -hmm. right? And sometimes I try to help them understand. There are scenarios where that happens. People are fraudulent or whatever. But sometimes it's like you don't know what you don't know, (laughs) And because there are trust issues that people bring into sacred circles, they get triggered and then create this narrative of being rejected again and being cast out. That's true. And I know that you can bring some medicine. If any of the listeners feel like they've had that experience, what would you say to them? As far as uh, feeling hurt and wounded and not getting what they thought. They would get from their mm. teachers.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I've been there. I've been mm-hmm. there. I've been there. I remember I sat still for two years after my first godmother. I, I sat. I sat still because we had a just um... <sighs> a turbulence after I, I left. Okay. After I left um, the ELA, and so I sat still for two years. I found my next teacher. And uh, well, no, they found me, you know, because I didn't want to rush. I was like, I'm, I'm tired of humans, I'm tired of the human mess. <laughs> and I sat still. I, I honored my um, intuition. I honored uh, my my God and Goddess mind, and and sat still. And then that next that next move, uh, I, it was on point. I, she took me where I was supposed to go. And then my next teacher, because you won't have one teacher forever. Mm-hmm. You know, and so sometimes you got to sit still. You can't just be jumping around. This is my whole point. You 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 have to sometimes the goddess will sit you still for a year or two or six months or three months, so you can tap in and listen. Because if you just get up and you don't listen and you you're not discerning, you're not tapping because intuition is that god mind, that goddess mind, that voice that's straight from the source. And if you're not listening. You, it's the same story. is gonna pop up. The same thing is gonna happen over, all over, and over again. again. And all your your insecurities and all those hurts and pains are just gonna be um, highlighted, and people can see that. Mm-hmm. People can see that. And then, bam! There you go. You're going through the same pain. You're going through the same hurt. You're going through the same scam. You're going through the. You understand what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I do. And so, and, and, and so, you I gotta sit
0: still sometimes. Yeah. People are chasing results. Oh, I heard that if I come into this space and I conjure with my sisters, uh-huh. I'm trying to do break through all my money. Tell me what I need to do. Tell me what I need to buy. Tell me what, you know, and it's right. like, they don't understand that the magic is not just in the act. It is uh-huh. in the relationship. Uh-huh. In the and you know what, when people
1: are when people keep pressing like that, and I give them the formulas like you got to be still, just be patient, be, and they just don't want to listen. And they jump. I, I'm, I'm moved from them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I can't, I can't assist that person because they, they, they don't want to. They, they're impatient. They don't want to learn, and it's a lot of patience in, 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 in this,
0: mm-hmm. and <laughs> all
1: of this is so much patience. Yeah. That you have to acquire seriously, because sometimes it requires you to sit still and listen to the goddess. You got to tap in. You know your earth magic, your air magic, your your the magic or manifestation is the same thing. Your mm-hmm. your your fire magic, your water. You know you gotta you gotta tap in. Some people get that power standing in water and they shower because they're water babies and they get the messages. Some people get the messages in their dreams from from. Spirit guides and the goddess. You know, what? so mm-hmm. so they got to get all the p. It don't all the messages don't come at once. Mm-hmm. They come in pieces. They give you instructions piece by piece. Do you you think it's that easy just to jump? If it was that easy, I would have been got to where I was going many years right. ago. You know, right? Right. You only everything get is one piece foot
0: in front of the by next. piece. Right. And I think that we have to check our motives as women, our motives for what we're desiring. Cause just because you uh-huh. want something doesn't mean the desire is pure.
1: Right. And I, think,
0: and I think we have to check our motives about what we want from each other. Uh-huh. You know, as, as a minister in many traditions, you know, I'm ordained interfaith now, but like there's uh-huh. been times when I'm serving amongst the women and my magic and my energy is ciphered. It was not offered. You know what I mean? And there's a difference. Mm -hmm. And the difference is in people's motives. You come and you lay and put that demon on me. Why you ain't keep your demons to yourself? You know, why are you coming into the space? What are you looking for? Why are you here? Right. And for those of us that are facilitating the spaces, why did I create this space? Because sometimes I see women in leadership trying to heal old wounds through their work. Right. Let me go over here and create this community since I couldn't have my mama's attention and present. So I'm gonna go over here and bring 50 women together and hopefully mm-hmm. that'll take care of that wound. Right. So there's all yeah. multi-layers of dynamics, and I want my listeners um to walk away from this conversation feeling like I want that, but I want it at the highest level. That that moves in the the greatest um, intention of integrity, you know, and you can really only do that if you've checked in on your own motives and what mm-hmm. compels you.
1: Yeah, would you agree?
0: It's true. I
1: agree with all of that. Yeah, we on the same vibe.
0: Yeah, and and it's sacred because there is doors in uh-huh. the universe that women blow off the hinges when we come together.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And so it is an act of wisdom. It is a practice in wisdom. And my philosophy is be what you're looking for. If you're looking for kindness, show up with kindness. Be you're what you're looking you look for. Say that again. <laughs> okay. Be what you're looking for when you come into the spaces of women. Yes. Be what you're looking for so that you and your sisters can create magic. The best
1: magic I've ever seen it, is love. Yes. It don't have to be chaotic. Women women but women have been abused by other women. And yes. I know you would say in another podcast. And um and it comes from misogyny and patriotism. You know, the uh patriarchy. Patriarchy, uh, yeah, society. And because of those influences. And abuse from men, the women carry it on and think it is okay. And it's like a transfer of energy, a transfer of negative energy. And I'm going to tell you that I am here today because of women. I'm telling you. Not because of men. Listen, let me testify for a second. No shade to my men, but I'm here because of women. And I'm going to continue to do women's work. You, Fats. the goddess, birthed me, or oh, y'all birthed me. know oh, that look—it's goddess energy. I, hey, you know, and so uh, when it you, was a,
0: it, to... when it was my ex husband that abandoned me, okay, and mm-hmm. left me to mm-hmm. fend for myself, it was you, my sister. You were there, who would refuse to let me fall on my face. Yeah. You, were, you were like I've been here since I got you and that's why I love sisterhood because your sisters yeah. will give you shortcuts and clues to your breakthrough it is, I can listen. count on my women I can count on my sisters
1: listen ain't nothing like sisters somebody come over I bring you something to eat girl we about to yeah. come over we about to have a drink we go kiki we, you know that that is the, the healing the real healing seriously even for men it's sisterhood. Even for men... You understand what I'm saying? Like, girl, don't get me hot. Girl, I'm about to... My, my husbands... Stuff. You know, I got a few. My you.
0: husbands mm-hmm. know the power of being with a woman who's in healthy relationships with other women. They, know, they already know how that's going to bless their life. Because whatever he's doing for me, if there's a woman in my circle who can benefit from it, everybody's going to eat. Right? Yeah. It's like... That's, that's the power of it. And I think sometimes people get so caught up in wanting to learn to conjure that they don't realize that real authentic relationship is a form of magic. That mm-hmm. too is conjuring, like being able to feed each other, being able to be there, having the capacity to be there. That's magic too. <laughs> don't don't mm-hmm. undervalue that is my point. Like yeah. Yeah. you got a coven when you have a healthy circle, like you can call it that. So I really appreciate you sharing your wisdom because you live this, you demonstrate it and you show what it looks like with ease and flow. It looks like water just streaming the way you, you do it. And I really wanted them to have an opportunity to hear from you, connect with your energy um, if they want to learn more about your work, you have a book that's going to be coming soon, and some other yes, things. Yes,
1: this year. <laughs> this year like I'm excited. Excited. I mean, I'm so excited because it is, you know, it's it's all about my experiences. You know, going from from day one. And um, and day one before I even got into metaphysics and Orisha worship and things like that, but but it, up until now and tapping into um, the Holy Odu, which we call um, um, ver- the Odu versus o- five. So mm-hmm. it's it's this year. This year I'm so excited. And if you want more information, you can go on my website, Elay I L E. A R I R A dot com, and then mm-hmm. I'm sure Tamai is going to have all that detailed information on the oh, podcast. Cool. <laughs> yes, please. Again, I'm gonna give that to my listeners. Again,
0: it's I L E A R I R A dot com. You're gonna see the amazing, amazing work that my sister is doing. Here in the United States, also in Nigeria, and really all over the world. She is a global influencer. She's my friend. I know her. That's my boo. And I love her. Love you. And I honor deep bow to you for loving women the way you do and uh, being authentic yeah. in your work yeah. among women. Um, all you gotta do is just ask the community and they will tell you who Sade is. Like she's vetted and she's real. So for my listeners, if you feel like you really was resonating with this conversation, like I with all of my other guests, Sade is also a part of the sacred virtual space I created on Facebook, Let the Womb Be Heard. She's in my group. You are welcome to leave feedback there and say, oh my God, this episode blessed me in these ways and some of my thoughts or any questions that you may have after listening. But this is yet another Jewel from the Hill Everything <laughs> podcast. That's awesome. Yes. I'm so excited. I mean, the feedback on this particular series has been incredible. And my intention is for every woman listening to leave these conversations saying, I have just changed a pattern in my life. I have incredible sacred sisterhood. That's what I'm speaking to all of you right now. May these conversations change you so deeply that having nourishing and powerful relationships with other women is your new norm. Okay. And so Mm -hmm. namaste. We love and appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in for another episode. And I can't wait for you to come into the next series because if you thought Sacred Sisterhood was juicy, y'all gonna fall out on the next series. (laughs) So (laughs) I love each of you and thank you for being with us. Peace.
1: All right. Thank you. Love you.
0: So, before I forget, we have a feature with our podcast where you can respond to the conversation with a voice message. All you have to do to be included in the dialogue is go to anchor.fm forward slash heal everything forward slash message it'll pick up your microphone and you can record your response to any of our podcast episodes so go ahead and enjoy this upcoming episode tune in take your notes and when it's all said and done you are welcome to send a voice message so we can hear your reaction to it i love you